Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Coolers, WP Blab. Today's episode is episode number 51. We're one after 50, right? 50 <laughs> plus one. Well, that right? works. The math, the math is really tough around here. So today we're going to be talking about uh, why develop locally with WordPress. Before we um, introduce our guests, we're going to be rude. Bridget, tell us all about yourself. Hi, my name is Bridget Willard. I blog occasionally at BridgetWillard.com, and I'm the marketing manager for WordPress, and we make the best donation plugin ever called Give. Nice. It's I'm, true. Yeah, it's true. It's totally true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over JasonTucker.us, and um, I tweet over at Jason Tucker. And I also put a whole bunch of stuff over on WPWaterCore.com, so make sure you go check those things out. We do shows both on Mondays and on Thursdays, one at a reasonable hour and one at a ridiculous hour if you live on the East Coast or anywhere east of me. So <laughs> we, got some awesome, we got some awesome folks that are on the show today. We're going to be talking with the folks from ServerPress, makers of Desktop Server. Uh, which one of you two gentlemen want to uh, uh, speak first? Greg does. Greg! Greg, you won the lottery! Good I job, win. Greg! <laughs> and by saying that, I actually spoke first, but Greg wants to speak first. <laughs> Greg, tell us a little bit about you, and then, you know, give me a, give us a little, like, elevator pitch of little elevator why, why you're working with your best friend. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm Greg Franklin, and I have been, I'm a WordPress developer. I've been working with WordPress probably about five or six years now, I would say. And uh, was and I was working as a freelancer, and I was looking for a product, because uh, I needed to spin up websites really quickly to be able to do tests, and I just needed a sandbox. And uh, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. And I met, I read, met uh, Steve Carnum, who was the developer of Desktop Server. And I really loved it and got to talking with him, and he was looking for some help. And I said, absolutely, I, I'm there. <laughs> I'm the guy. So uh, we got to talking, and uh, now we're you know, partners and working. And I, I knew that we needed another individual on the team, uh, somebody who could do operations really well. And I know Mark is great at operations. Mark and I have known each other for 30 years. Uh, and he still likes me, so I, I'm amazed. <laughs> but we, um, we've done several business together, and I just enjoy working with him. And, that's my story. Awesome. Well, it's good to have you, Greg. So let's talk to your frenemy real quick. So, um, Mark. <laughs> frenemy. Did you just say frenemy? <laughs> I did. Mark. So, so what's what's your least favorite thing about, about Greg? My least favorite thing about Greg. There's so many. How can you pick? Okay, I will tell you. This is okay. This is the truth. Greg is actually older than me. And everybody, when they see us, they always go, Oh, Mark, how many years older than Greg are you? So Aww. if there's anything that I hate, it's Aww. the fact, you know, and, and it doesn't help that now when I go into my kids' classrooms, I, oh, is that your grandpa? So, you know, I have, like, this whole, like, this whole, like, complex now. Um, so, Greg, Greg yeah. you need to, you need yeah. to grow some facial hair, yeah. and then we'll see if all that gray happens or not, you know? Do you see how I just made you all feel sorry for me? Wasn't that awesome? <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Mark, what, what got you into um, to working, you know, with Desktop Server? Did you use it before you, you know, signed on and said, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll, um, you know, I'll take this on and, and run with it? Yeah. How'd that um, start? Well, actually, so um, when Greg was working with WordPress, I kind of happened, Greg and I 
have had um, a few partnerships throughout our lives together. And um, throughout it all, um, we always- Including a camera store from what I hear. Including a camera store, yeah. So uh, we, we've done a few things together. And even when we weren't partners, we were always friends. Aww. Which is, well, I, I, that's really kind of a big deal, especially after 30 years. It really is a, a pretty big deal. Um, and uh, I would say that Greg has, anybody who knows Greg knows that he's incredibly loyal. Uh, and he is definitely one of my most loyal friends uh, that or most loyal people that I've ever known. So he's a good guy to know. But anyway, beyond that, uh, I had happened upon WordPress for something I was doing and I was talking to Greg and he had been doing some WordPress development. Uh, and so and he said, listen, uh, let me teach you like really how to do some developing in WordPress. And uh, he says, I could use some help. And so he and I got together and he was actually the one who showed me desktop server first. Uh -huh. And the first time he showed it to me, uh, my mind exploded. Um, and uh, then after that, the rest was history. Like Greg said, uh, Steve needed some help. And uh, for some reason, took me along for the ride too. And, and uh, we've just <laughs> been pushing away at it and have a great partnership going. And, now we've added Dave Jesh at the beginning of this year and, and his wife. I mean, we, we've just gotten really lucky with the talent that yeah. we have. That's, uh, that's uh, what it boils down to. So, um, yeah. So that's that's my history with desktop servers. That's awesome. That's it's awesome. Like just a piece of software life. that we, you know, it, I, always knew, I always knew that I wanted to, if I was going to ever push a product, there was going to be something that I really believed in. I've always felt that way. And this has always been something that's been really easy to push because it's something we used every single day, almost as much as our code editors. Um, one of the thing, Mark, one thing that Mark said at the very early stages is how much WordPress, the community, he loves the community. And, mm -hmm. and I think all right. of us agree with that, that yeah. the community is, is just something special. Right. In fact, my first experience, uh, that really drew me to WordPress in general, besides just being a, a platform uh, upon which to build a business, was going to WordCamp San Diego. I don't know when it was, 2012 or 2013. Um, and, and that's when I discovered, really discovered the community aspect of things. That's where I also met Steve. And I, I met, I think I met you. I think I met Steve Zingit. I met a whole bunch of really great people. Uh, and we've heard that a lot from folks yeah. where they've actually started businesses because of the fact that they can tolerate each other for about 20 minutes in the in the room together. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what? I could definitely tolerate you over Slack. This would be yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> and we tolerate each other over Slack very well most of the time. So, <laughs> so which which one of you two uh, has the most uh, cat gifs, if you say it correctly, or cat gifs, if you say oh, it correctly? Oh, that'd be great. Greg. Nice. Greg. <laughs> it's all about Greg. So let's let's talk a little bit about about like why should someone just do local development? Like just what what is it that it's going to, you know, how is this gonna save somebody by wait, doing local development? Wait, wait, for the new people, let's define local. We don't have Steve Everybody here. comes to do my house Wikipedia. and develops a website. That's local. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, yo, because that's my thing. Is when I went into your guys' class, I had no idea. It what lets local you. Meant. So it let's lets just... you run WordPress on your laptop or your computer, and without having to be up on a host. 
You don't even need an internet connection. You can just do all of it locally. Um, and that that's some of the reasons why you should work locally. When Jason was asking that, the, there's several, there's many reasons to work locally, but one of them is the fact that there's always situations where we don't have Wi-Fi or we don't have any kind of connection to the internet, you know, on an airplane or, you know, even bad coffee shops that have terrible Wi-Fi. Uh, it's, it's great to be able to work without having to worry about being connected. Um, but some of the other things that have become really obvious to us is there's so much training going on right now with WordPress, new people coming into WordPress that don't know where to start and they don't want to deal. It's That's just another piece to learn hosting and DNS and FTP and all those pieces are just even more to learn and it can be overwhelming where if they take something simple like desktop server, which there's a free version that you can install and be up and running and they can start playing with WordPress right away. So that's that's been very popular. Yeah, I was trying to describe it to someone as, you know, if WordPress came on a floppy, or there if WordPress go. came on a CD, or if WordPress came on a jazz drive, or if WordPress came on a USB thumb drive, you stick it in there and you boot it up and you double click on a few things, you type in your password, it restarts itself, and boom, there you go, you got WordPress. That's it. I mean it's it's darn near the simplest thing that you can do to get WordPress up and running. Yeah. So I, I love that you can pull off something like that with, and I've watched the evolution of the software as you know, Steve's built this thing out slowly but surely, and um, you guys have made it ridiculously simple to just get a website up and running locally and being able to play with it. You know, I've I've watched a few of your um, I've watched a few of your classes uh, at various WordCamps and. Um, a lot of the times, you're you're showing people how to install plugins and show them how to start working with themes and stuff, and you're not even connected to the internet. You're just like, oh, you know what? The internet's horrible at this place. Let me load up this, you know, this this site real quick, and let me just spin up a new WordPress. Let me turn on airplane mode so it doesn't start talking to the internet, and boom, here we go, and you're up and running. I love that, and people it blows people's minds because they're just like, how are we? How is this? We're in a web browser, but we're not connected to the internet. Like, how is this working? Like, how do you even de describe that to people, Greg? I, just as you just did, I thought that was excellent. <laughs> it's just weird. People, I mean, I've watched these people just go like, "I'm in the web browser, but I, I'm not even connected to the internet." Yeah. Like, how? Yeah, and I love the other thing that a lot of people love is we do the full circle. So, if they already have a WordPress website and they need to work on it, or you know they're scared if a plugin's going to break their live site they can go ahead and import it into desktop server and now they've got an exact copy of their live site locally so they've made their own little personal backup and now they can play with it without touching the live site <coughs> when they're done with that they can deploy it up to right back up to the host bridget's so dog really liked what you were just saying <laughs> <laughs> thanks bridget dog <laughs> So in the chat, uh, folks are asking about some things that I've dropped way ahead of time here. So I want to make sure that um, that uh, we're able to uh, kind of go through all those things. So yes, we will be explaining what the heck airplane mode is because um, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> so uh, let's let's talk a little bit about um, uh, about like what's the technology that's running this and how how is it how's it interacting? Because there's people that are like, ah, eh, I just use this not realizing that desktop server actually runs on the thing that they're already using. So what is it, what, what's what's behind the hood there that makes desktop server actually work? Mark, you want to take um, that? 
Well, it, it's uh, built upon uh, XAMPP or ZAMP, as some people call it. I actually don't know the the real pronunciation of it. I assume it's a X like a Z, but yeah. um, it is <laughs> it it is built upon uh, ZAMPP, um, and uh, we've just made a really super nice interface that works really well with it, so you don't have to worry about. Uh, anything like creating your own space, setting up your Apache server, setting up your um, your PHP, or uh, setting up your host file to point to the directory. It does all of that for you. It does it all uh, on a Windows machine. It does it in about a minute. On a Mac machine, it does it in about oh thirty seconds or less. So um, it uh, it. It really just makes it. Uh, I, the example that I always use is at the time my the I uh, was uh, we were doing WordCamp Milwaukee, and I was going to bring my kids to their first WordCamp, and so that would have been two years ago, and that would have made Eli was nine years old. I put uh, desktop server on his computer system. Actually, I didn't do that. I downloaded it. He figured out how to install it and then had a WordPress site up and running. And I didn't even tell him what the software did. I didn't tell him anything. And he had a WordPress site up and running on his local system inside of five minutes. I'm not kidding. I'm not making that up. True story. He was up That's and running. Awesome. And then he was like, he dropped everything. So I'm going to go up and make a, a, a website right now. And he just took his computer, ran upstairs, and I didn't see him for like, Four hours after that. Jeez, that's so. like you give him Minecraft or something. That's awesome. Well, and he was making a website. It's funny you bring that up. He's making a website <laughs> about Minecraft. That was what he wanted to do. So yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, um, so it really is that simple. And what I really like about it is some of us who have been around for a few years remember the old days where all you had to do is open up a text editor and you'd write an HTML page and you'd throw it up and you could open up Internet Explorer and it would bring up that web page as you and 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 it would break but i mean but you'd have that website right up and that's i mean i remember uh back in the days in the late 90s that's how you would develop a website you would like find a, a text editor that you liked and you'd do everything right there you would do all your html editing right there and you had it was all local development back then we just didn't call it that that's just what it was but now that we have uh, the complications of, of database and Apache servers and all these other things, and it's not just reading uh, something as simple as reading an HTML file, um, setting all of that up can be a little bit complicated and, and turn a lot of people off. And so uh, our whole goal with uh, desktop server, and it really is every time we have production meetings and we talk about anything, it is always, is this going to be a time saver and is it going to be easy for someone to understand? And it's not that um, we don't want it to be a robust program. It uh. is, ah, I had to say that. <laughs> uh, it is just that we want the the uh, the onboarding process to be really, really easy and then have the software that's powerful enough to grow as you grow as a developer or designer or even uh, if you're a one-off shop who's just making one site, um, we want you to be able to get to the aspect of actually creating the site as quickly as possible. And so that is always what we're looking at when we when we are uh, working to improve our product. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. I, I could say from a beginner standpoint, you definitely accomplished that. So I would not be here without desktop server. I, I actually, Bridget, I remember because I think I handled your support ticket when it came in. Uh, Shoot me now, just, I think was part of it. 
I th well, there was all kinds of stuff in that. There was, I actually, my first thought was, boy, this woman knows how to use social media. And then, <laughs> desktop server cares, huh? All right, I'll show you how they care. I didn't know you had to buy the hosting before you could deploy it. Like that's how beginner I was, you guys. No joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I remember, I remember actually helping you through that ticket. Um, I didn't know and, who it was. I still have PTSD. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was, it wasn't. It was because it was. Um, we do actually, and and I'm I'm not saying this to have everybody buy our product and suddenly contact us for support, but we do actually do a little bit of education sometimes with our support because we want our users to become self-sufficient, and so many times. Uh, we realize that their entry level or, or their level uh, is um, at the beginner level because it is so easy to use. They are coming in at that level. And we recognize that it's important that we, you know, kind of teach them to fish. Uh, and, and so we're happy to do that. I, I can't, I'm, that happens every day with me when I'm yeah. doing support. I, right. I'll tell them that there's three things or four things that I'd recommend that you do. Go to a meetup. Go to a WordCamp. Go to WordPress TV and listen to WP Water Cooler. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't remember the t there. There's only been maybe two or three times uh, or two or three episodes on WP Water Cooler where we haven't mentioned desktop server um, because of the fact that it's it's that simple and that quick and easy to just spin up a website and then show somebody it, especially when you're not trying to show them on 9,000 plugins that you haven't updated on your live production site. And you're like, no, 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 no. Here's, here's, here's my version of the site right here. It's nice and pristine and easy and clean. So let, let's, let's talk a little bit about, um, about the way in which a uh, desktop server works and why, uh, why folks are, you know, why folks are using it and how, how are they kind of going about using it? So what are the features that desktop server has that something like WAMP, ZAMP, LAMP, um, doesn't have like what's, it's, what's it's, the extra? It's definitely WordPress specific. So it has uh, one of the big features that people love is the blueprints. Blueprints. And okay. What blueprints allows you to do is when you start up your site, your local installation of WordPress, um, you can start that up with your favorite plugins and your favorite theme already installed, and even you as a user install as an admin, and so the project starts up even faster. So it's already creating the site really quickly, but now we're starting it up with everything that we love. So if you're someone who uses Genesis and they have certain Genesis plugins they want, they can do that. Or they want to start their project with WooCommerce and all the WooCommerce extensions that are available already installed, you can do that. And, it'll, and one day I was, I was actually figuring this out. I use Gravity Forms on every single site. And so I made a blueprint to see you know, how many clicks does it take to install Gravity Forms. It was five clicks that I was able to eliminate by using a blueprint. And then not too long ago, I believe in the, the 3.8 version, Steve showed me a new trick, and it's called the latest blueprint. And it, when you add that blueprint into your blueprints folder and you choose it, it will go out and get the most latest version of WordPress and bring it in. And you can actually even program it to do more if you're somebody That's who's a awesome. programmer. You can go in and say, "Go fetch these plugins, the latest ones," and it'll do it for you. 
So see, Brid Bridget, Bridget awesome. reads your blog to learn how to do this stuff. I just have you on a show, or I just meet you at a at a, at a word camp or a meetup, and I go, "What can I do that's new on this thing?" And you always have this one little nugget, and so the latest thing. That's awesome. I love that. Latest blueprint. Latest blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so blueprints, just like they're typing in the in the the show notes here. Um, we kind of crowdsource our show notes. Um, they're doing uh, is it's it's a template. It's yeah. take all those different plugins. Throw them in there. Take your theme. Throw them in there. Get everything all ready to go, and then save it out. Side up. Yep. As soon as it's and it's really easy to make one. Um, you basically make a site, just as you would the way you like it, and then you're going to save it as a. You'll do an export as a zip, and you save that zip file into the blueprints folder, and you're done. Next time you start up desktop server, you'll see that name of that uh, zip, the, the new blueprint, right there, and you pick it, and now you've got that start. So it's really Did, cool. Um, in the chat while we're while we're going this, I know we have a whole bunch of questions, but somebody asked, and I'm kind of curious, does that also support betas? Doing a, a latest? Betas. I, I, I suspect I I suspect not, and I responded in the chat really quick, but yeah. um, I suspect that it doesn't. There's gotta be a way to do it. Yes, I know there is a way to do yeah, it. But, but, but the, it's coming to me in my head how to do yeah. it. The latest blueprint as it sits right now just gets the latest release of WordPress. Okay. But I could definitely see how it could yeah, fetch I, that. I could it's a good idea. You can fetch almost anything with that yeah, yeah. if you know what you're doing. So but once again, it's that that idea of creating something that's simple to use for the beginner. And then as you get more advanced, you can make it do things for you, make it sing and dance the way that you want to make it sing and dance as yeah. you get more advanced. So earlier I mentioned airplane mode, and it's kind of one of my favorite features. How does that work for with you guys, and like what what brought that on? So there are plugins, developer plugins that are specifically uh, can be added into desktop server, and these plugins add enhancements um, to improve the experience of the user. One, as you mentioned, one of them is airplane mode, and it's written by Norcross, and what it does is it globally puts the word the airplane mode icon in each one of your sites. And if you want to disconnect the site, all your sites communicate with WordPress.org. You can see that happen if you go into themes and you hey, say, add a theme. It's going to show this big list of themes that are available. And it's pulling that from the repository. Same thing with plugins. And it, the dashboard, it can be a little bit slow. So if you go click on airplane mode, it speeds up the dashboard, and it disconnects from that uh, WordPress.org. And it's just a toggle button, so you can turn it on and off at your convenience. So if you suddenly said, oh, I need a plug-in right now, you can click the airplane mode. It comes right back on. Steve Zangit's favorite plug-in, and mine too, I have to say, is Bypass Login. Oh my gosh. It's and a lifesaver. That one, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, when you go into to log into the dashboard, you've got that little box that says username and password. And sometimes you can forget what you put in. Or you uh -huh. don't even want to. You don't even want to deal with it. Um, so th this adds a little drop-down box, and it shows all the users that have been added to this particular WordPress install. You click on it. You choose the user you want to log in as, and it logs you in without having to know the username or the password, or even clicking the login button. It just logs you in. And Steve loves that. <laughs> and I, I want to. First, there are a couple of things that I want to add here, really quick. Um, the plugins that Greg is talking about. These are global, or what we called design time plugins. They sit outside of all of your WordPress installations, and they sit within uh, the desktop server 
program. What that means is that any of these plugins, while they work on every single WordPress site that you're going to be developing locally, they are not going to get shipped to the live site once you uh, once you publish to the live site. They all stay local. So things like the bypass login and the airplane mode, all of those do not go up with the live site. And that's really a big deal because having <laughs> to remember which plugins, you can add plugins like that within WordPress so that you don't have to deal with it. But then having to remember to delete them after you've shipped your site live can sometimes uh, be problematic for those of us who might be a little bit absent-minded. I'm not saying I've ever done anything like that. I'm just saying for those who might do something like that. The other thing that I wanted to bring up about airplane mode that, that, um, that Greg was talking about how you can toggle it on and off. One of the one of the ways that you'll discover that it makes a huge difference with speed is when you really do not have an internet connection. When you're not connected to a network and you have uh, airplane mode turned off so that it is trying to make those calls to wordpress.org, it will slow things down dramatically. And what airplane mode does is it basically intercepts that, those calls to the internet so it's not trying to make any type of a network call and that's why it speeds it up because it intercepts that and, and basically shuts it down right there at the source. And so you're not waiting for uh, it to, what happens is the dashboard, uh, when it's trying to communicate to WordPress or you have these plugins that are trying to phone home, they're gonna hang things up because they're waiting for a response from the other end. And if there's no network connection, it's just gonna wait and wait and it's gonna slow things down. What the airplane mode does is it shuts all that off so you don't have that. So that's one of the, if you're on an airplane or a train or somewhere where you don't have an internet uh, connection, that airplane mode really comes in handy for keeping things uh, efficient uh, time-wise with, with uh, your development. And I also wanna add, I wanna give a shout out to Chris Kristoff, who is the one who suggested that we add airplane mode as a global plugin. And we are always looking for people to give us suggestions for other plugins that we can add uh, to that, uh, which it's an ever-growing number of plugins. That we're always yeah, adding more. Yeah, definitely is. So, and you guys actually have uh, support third-party plugins that can be written for it as well, right? I'm yes. sorry. Yeah. Like you could you could do through like I could write a plugin for it and just use it for myself if it was mm -hmm. something that I needed just just for me and not you know have to have it distributed out and stuff. So, right. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I, I was um, I was looking on uh, your your docs site, which is just amazing. The type of stuff that you guys have built out on there. You know, I, I like I was telling you before. I usually just talk to Greg. I don't even look on your website. And now I'm looking on your website, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you guys have like totally rebuilt this entire site, and have done some really great work with you know building out all of your you know different articles and stuff regarding uh, help you know, that people can find on your site. Um, so looking on here, you know, you guys have admin color bar, you have airplane mode, bypass login, clean import, you have uh, CODA support, awesome, um, database um, uh, collision fix, uh, let's see here, uh, debug and trace, which is, that thing's been around for quite a while, right? It, it came out almost when desktop server right. did, yeah, that's been right. around forever. Yeah. It's just then, now it's a plugin rather than built with built into the it. executable yeah. of desktop server, which is the way it used to be. Yeah, and as I'm going through there, definitely stop me because uh, I, I just want to show show folks that there's a there's a ton of plugins that are that are built into this. You know, I I wrote local admin color bar, 
Did you? Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, did, I wrote it because I was guilty of this, and that is local admin color bar changes the color of the bar uh, when you're in the local, the admin bar at the top. Usually it's a dark gray. And I had experienced where I had a live site open and a local site in, in the tabs that I'm switching between them, and I accidentally made a change to the live site. So I wanted to make sure that never happened, and so local admin color bar changes that to a default blue, and it says local development. And what's cool is you can go in there and change that to anything you want. So if you wanted to make it red or fuchsia and then change it to whatever you want, uh, you can. Uh, so that's cool. And then another one that I want to point out, which is uh, Steve wrote, which is really nice. It's called Mailbox Viewer. Mm -hmm. And what it lets you do is you're working locally, and you need to see how your mail is, how it's sending. So WordPress sends out, you know, whenever you do a remember password or when you first create a site, it sends out email. But not only that, you want to test email like Contact Form 7, WooCommerce, uh, Gravity Forms. The Mailbox Viewer lets you do that. It's on the local host page at the top. If you click on Tools at Mailbox Viewer, it looks like a basically a web mail client, but you'll see all of your local mail come into that. That's cool. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> that is cool. And I, and oh, go ahead. No, no. I I just uh, I just love the fact that you know you're you're taking a lot of these things that are really hard to debug on production and doing this debugging locally so you don't you aren't pushing bad code to your site you're allowing yourself to debug this stuff and figure it out before you actually push the code out to, to production so does that work with other plugins that send email yes interesting <laughs> no we have to wait for the uh we have to wait for the, the sorry the, the boat to go by or whatever it is that's going on it's, it's just a clock like <laughs> everybody already everybody's <laughs> like what is that is that your clock i'm like Am I that old that nobody knows a grandfather clock? It's like an old shaker version. Yeah. Like it dings at the hour. Bridget, I collect clocks. I have, I have. So awesome. I think I have like, uh, <laughs> I have like 60 clocks in this house. So okay, wow. and they all chime, every one of them. It's fun, right? Oh yeah. So, anyway, I got cuckoo clocks too. Which I just know, like with Give, that's that's often a support thing. So um, Matt wrote an article on how to do that same thing. So if they to test the email receipts in Give, mm -hmm. so they could do that on desktop server. They can. Uh, yes. Or if you're using Postmatic, you know, like any kind of thing that emails out your blog post, what it looks like, you could test yeah, it that way. Anything, anything that, anytime that, um, that WordPress is going to send out email for any reason, it will go into that mailbox viewer, so. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's good for, you know, looking at your, um, your outgoing, oh, your outgoing emails when you're setting up um, something like WooCommerce or something. You just want to make sure that all the receipts look good. Yeah, and all of the, receipts uh, and things. Yep, yep, exactly. So that's a that's I don't know that's kind of a that's a cool way of going about it. So you know we've kind of gone through a couple of the different um, couple of the different plugins that are that are in here. Um, what like what's what's one of your favorites that you tend to use a lot or that your customers just absolutely love? Mark, you should mention DSCLI because you use the search. I, oh yeah, 
Yeah, so um, Steve worked really, 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 really hard. And I'm going to, to all the budding developers out there that might be developing product, I am just going to throw this. This is a piece of open source information that took us a long time to conclude. If you're going to develop anything cross-platform, develop for Windows first. The reason I say that is because Steve worked really hard to create uh, the ability for us to have a CLI capability within desktop server on Windows. He actually had it running quite well on a Mac quite a, a bit ago, but to do it with Windows because it does not have a, a native terminal, it does now, but it didn't at the time, oh. um, took, uh, took Steve quite a bit of time. And uh, so having said that, we now have full, um, it's D, we call it DSCLI because it's WPCLI on, on a little bit of steroids. Yeah. Um, so every <laughs> single thing that, in it, composers in it. Right. Everything that WPCLI has in it, DSCLI has, um, but it is also uh, a lot of the driving engine for our next major release that we've been working on. So um, with DSCLI, you can put in, any, if you like working from a command line, which is you know where I prefer to work. I didn't work so hard to learn how to type to be able to press on a mouse button. Let's just put it that way. So, um, so DSCLI comes out of the box with Desktop Server Premium, and it adds CLI functionality to every single WordPress site that you create without you having to do a thing, lift a finger, configure anything. You just click on the uh, plug-in at the beginning when you start up desktop server that you want it activated and and it's activated on all your sites and i use it at least i don't know 10 times a day i wow. use it all the, i use it all the time i am always 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 working in cli i love it so yeah it just it just makes it so you don't have to click on a whole bunch of things to right. do one little thing right and, you and it's fast it well yeah, and it's fast, and you can see what it's doing, and you can understand what it's doing, and um, and and it does some things that that might be a little bit more difficult to do through a GUI interface. One of the things that I do a lot is if we're getting ready to to assist a customer with a with a deployment of a site, um, I will do a search replace within CL within DSCLI, uh, which will which will do uh, which will scrub the whole database, and it does it very very quickly. Wow, and uh, and I, that's probably my favorite command. Um, I actually did. Uh, we have some feedback from customers as to what their favorite commands are, and and we've been slowly writing documentation on each one of those commands uh, for them to have in our knowledge base. So. Awesome. I was curious if one of you wouldn't mind kind of showing us how this works, like doing a screen share and, and showing it. Would you? Would sure. either of you be able to clean your desktop real quick and? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Greg can do it. <laughs> okay, let me see what I can do here real quick. I will tell you. So when we go to WordCamps, Greg, Greg is like the demo master. He will do the desktop server demo and and. And I understand why he does it because every single time the people's face lights up the minute they see what it does. But I swear, when I go to a WordCamp with Greg, I don't even try to do demos and, and compete with him because he does like 300 demos a day and I might do like 20. I mean, he's just like a machine. Crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. All right, let me, uh, yeah, well, I guess there, perfect. 
Okay, so here's desktop server. This is when you come to the when you open up desktop server for the first time. This is what it looks like. This is the premium version. Someone mentioned in the chat what is the difference between the limited and the premium? It's this little it says premium up here. No, that's not all. <laughs> uh, desktop that's the only server. Difference. That's the only difference. Limited uh, lets you create three sites. Um, and the uh, premium is unlimited. You can build as many sites as you want. Uh, premium also has the import and export. So if you're going to import a site from a live site into desktop server, or you're going to export into a deployment, um, that comes in the premium version. Multi-site comes in the premium version. And then the ability to share locally with other devices for testing on, on, on smaller devices, smaller screens, uh, comes in that premium version also. So this is what the main screen looks like. There's five items. We can stop and restart the web and database services. As Mark mentioned, it's running on XAMPP. So we have um, Apache as the server, and we have uh, MySQL as the database. Um, we can remove, copy, or move an existing website that we've created. I'm going to use the most, which is to create a new development website. We'll go ahead and hit Next. We can give that site any name that we want. Um, I'll just go ahead and leave it as example. You can see in the blueprints, I've got WordPress latest right here if I wanted to choose that, or I could choose anything else. Um, I've got uh, 461. There's even a, a blueprint called blank. So if you were maybe not doing a WordPress project, maybe you were doing, do we dare say it, Drupal or Joomla. No! You can actually do it. Do you kiss uh, your mother with that mouth? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Mark and I were partnership. I can't do anything about it. At this point. <laughs> Mark and I were messing around at LA one year, uh, and we put we installed Drupal just to see if it would work, and it does. Well, it was so. at DrupalCon, wasn't it? Oh no! I'm <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and just pick. Uh, I'm going to pick four six one, and uh, this site root is where it's going to put the WordPress files on the system. So I have a drive called data, and I'm going to put it in a folder called websites. Here's where I can choose whether I want this to be multi-site or not. And I'm just going to go ahead and hit Create. Oh, I already have a definition named Example, so let me rename that to Example 2. And we'll say Create. And it's going to go ahead and start working. It creates a folder. It puts all the WordPress files in it. It creates a database, puts all the great database tables in it. It writes an entry into the Hosts file. And it creates an entry into the Preferences file. So we're going to let it do that. And then it's done. So we, you can see it did that very quickly. We're going to hit Next. We click on this link. And we'll be, whoops. And I don't know where that link went. There it is. It just came up. OK. But I saw some. There we go. So I'm going to go ahead. And it's going to bring you to basically the, the little uh, installation screen of WordPress. So you can pick your language. And we'll go ahead and just put in test, 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 and just hit install WordPress. And hit login. And here's that screen I was telling you about where it says username and password. And right here's the bypass login. All I have to do is choose test. And it logs me in. I don't even have to worry about uh, knowing anything about it. It's worth the price of admission, folks. There you go. You see the blue local admin color bar up here at the top, and it says local development website. 
And there's our airplane mode right now. You can see that it's off. It's got the slash of the airplane, and it says one. That's happening. It's already talked to WordPress.org one time, and our DSCLI is there also. So one of the other cool things. Uh, hey, is, Greg, why yes. don't you show them the opening screen? You know, the start and stop website services, so you can see oh. where those plugins are. Those global plugins. Sure. Give me just a moment to move that screen over. Here. Is it behind the screen? Maybe. Yep, it was. <laughs> OK, so if we go to the stop or restart and hit next, oops, um, let's see, stop and restart. And this is the screen that shows there when we go. you start desktop server, this is what you'll see. So this is a list of all of the plugins that are available. So you can turn on and off as need. And you can see Greg has a couple in there if you were looking carefully that, that <laughs> are not for public consumption yet. <laughs> and then um, to, be, to do an export, let's say we we're going to do a deploy the site. You're all done. You've done it. You've spent the time. It looks great. You love it. You can click on Export, hit Next, Export or Deploy. You're just going to pick the name of the site. So in our case, we did Example 2. And then you put in where you're going to deploy to, and so whatever the name of the domain is. And desktop server scrubs through all of the tables and all of the files, changing anything that was named example2.dev to whatever the name of the domain is. And we have uh, one of the features is something called direct deploy, where you put up uh, a WordPress installation up on the host, and you install the desktop server plugin. And then this sends, this communicates and sends it up to that site. Like magic, too. Like magic. Like magic. It's it's pretty neat to watch watch that happen, <laughs> and it makes you think. Wow, I used to pay somebody to actually migrate my websites. Why would I ever do that again? And I I do want to show you also the local host page, which is kind of our control panel. Um, it will show you a list of all the sites that you've created, and it gives you three buttons to make it really easy to jump into either the front of the site or into the dashboard or even looking at the database. And I had mentioned to you before about um, Mailbox Viewer. If you can see under Tools, we've got our Mailbox Viewer right here. Let me show you what that looks like. There we go. And you can see it looks very much like an um, email client, online web client. If you click on any of these, you can take a look at what they say, how they look. And then you also have access to phpMyAdmin. So one other thing I guess we could share, uh, Jason, if you want, yeah. is uh, WP Site Sync. Definitely. Yeah, we haven't even gotten into talking about that. Do you, you want to talk a little bit about it first, and then we can? Uh... I'm going to let Mark share that one. You want to go ahead and talk about um, that? I, um, I have been really tweaking out my system. I, it might take you less time to do it than me. Um, OK. But well, I can tell, talk, tell us about, about it. I can certainly tell you about it. So. Um, WP SiteSync is uh, the brainchild of Dave Jesh. Now, if anybody knows Dave Jesh, they know that um, he is probably one of the two smartest people in the world. So 
And the only reason I say one of the two is because we also have the other smartest person in the world working with us, which is Steve. So that's it depends. But Dave Jesh um, and Greg got together one night after a meetup where Greg had shown desktop server and someone had asked, okay, great. Uh, once everything is live on the site, I want to make changes locally. What do I need to do if I make changes locally? Do I have to upload the whole site? And Greg gave the standard response that Greg gives when that question is always asked, which is, yes, that's the holy grail of everything. <laughs> and, um, and it is something that has actually been on our roadmap for some time. How do you sync pieces of data from a local site to a live site without having to send that whole database up and potentially make a mess of things? Um, what uh, WP Site Sync is, is it is a plugin that is free on the repository, the WP Site Sync for content, which is where you can buy, where you can, uh, it's basically the core product that allows you to synchronize posts and pages from your local site to your live site. So you can create posts and pages locally and then just click a button and it automatically syncs just that piece of content on the live site. Um, and we have some uh, additional premium plugins that go along with it. And at this point, I will let Greg do the demonstration. That is the quick overview of what it is. Awesome, thank you. So um, let's go to, after you install, and this plugin is free, um, WP Site Sync for posts and pages. And you can download it off the repository. And after you install it, you go to settings and go to WP Site Sync. Uh, let me save this page really quickly first. So we'll go to settings over here and WP Site Sync. And it's going to ask you for the host name, the target. So consider the one I'm working on right now, the source. And the source can be either local, like in desktop server, or MAMP, or any of those types of uh, local environments. Or it can be up online. So let's say you were, had a staging site at WP Engine, or you had a staging site at WP at um, SiteGround, and you wanted to push content from your staging environment to your production or from local to production. That's what this tool is for. And so you would put in the host name. So in this case, we're pushing to a local dev to another local dev. Um, and we're going to put in an, the administrator's username and in their password. And when you hit Save, it's going to get this little green check mark. And then you know it's connected. And then you can go to either Post or Pages. Let's go to Pages. And I was working on this one just now. And when you create a page and you save it, you'll get this new little meta box up here just above the publish box. It'll have WP SiteSeek. It's going to tell you where it's going to push it. So you can see here we're pushing it to our Genesis target. And we can uh, just simply click on Push to Target. We also have a premium plugin that does a pull from Target, so you can go both directions. Um, and it syncs everything that's within a post. So not only the title, not only the content area and the image, but Everything, so featured image, categories, tags, all of that. Uh, and you just simply hit push to target, and it starts pushing. There we go, content successfully sent. And if we were to go visit, let's see what the easiest way to do this is. So what was interesting that you were doing there, Greg, that uh -huh. I'm just, I just caught is that you you synced between two local sites. I did. 
that's yes, you can you can sync cool. between you can sync between two sites of any sort any and sort. and i also need to point out you don't have to have desktop server to do this it can be if you have your own workflow that works for you and that includes going from a staging site to a live site or from one live site to another site it'll work between any two sites it does not have to be it doesn't have to be a local component to it if you don't oh, want there that's to super cool i didn't realize yeah. that yeah so no, you, just have to, you just have to talk to Greg for about five minutes, and you start finding out all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah, I, I talk to Greg for five minutes, and I find out all kinds of cool <laughs> stuff. I work with him every day. So, so that's how that works. Uh, it's and I should mention it, everything again. I want to stress everything works, even things that are underneath the hood. Like if you want to password protect this page, it gets sent over private, or even if you change the date. And it does create revisions, so you could always go back. Um, so if somebody changed, uh, an author changed the live site, and you pushed, <laughs> you could go back to a revision. So that's all there. It all works. So Greg, um, Jonathan's asking about multiple posts. That's not a thing yet. Yes, it is. It there, is. Oh, it is it? In the premium version. Oh, that's say, already extension. changed since the last time I talked to you guys. Yeah, you can now. There's something called bulk. Actions. I don't. Right. I've got it loaded. I don't on the system right now. But under bulk actions, you could come in here and select uh, pages. I apologize. I'm on the wrong thing here. I'm in plugins. Let's go here. I don't think I have it. No, I don't. But you would be able to come in and select whatever pages you want. So if we wanted to select two and sample, there would be a a um, push button right here that you could click or you can use the bulk actions and hit push and apply the push button's faster because you don't have to do two two clicks and push that and it would upload multiple pages or multiple posts so Great. yes open up the wp site sync page and show the plugins that are extensions. available yeah please do extensions And those, the more the more Dave builds of these, the more exciting it gets because they're planned right. for WooCommerce, and We're he actually has and, um, yeah Genesis and Beaver Builder right now Beaver is Builder right now. Coming We're crazy. crazy, yeah. And get this, Jay, Dave shared this with me the other day, and Jason, you're gonna love this. So you have a WooCommerce site, and Christmas is coming, right? Yep. And a client has said, "I want to do promotions, but you want to go to a Christmas party." You don't want to have to sit there and make a change for a sale. Well, he plans to have a plugin that does scheduling. So oh my gosh! Only well, you be able on. to push, but you'll be able to schedule a push. That's crazy talk. That's cool. That is cool. <laughs> so um, okay, so if we come down and we go to take a look at, I apologize. Let's go to extensions. And so the ones that are out right now is pull. And pull, what's really kind of neat is a lot of these extensions stack on each other. They work with each other. So for example, we have a custom post type one where if you were to use a testimonials plugin or an events plugin, it will it'll sync those up to the, the site. But then you if you add pull onto that, it works with not only posts and pages, but now it works with custom post types too. So it just keeps working along with as you keep adding things. Um, there's authors, um, bulk actions, which we just talked about, menus. You can actually make a change locally or at a staging site to your menu and then push it. And that'll make a change or pull it if you had the pull extension. Divi wow. is coming. 
Beaver Builder, as I mentioned, is, is very, very soon Beaver Builder. And uh, Gravity Forms, Ninja Forms, and just all kinds of different ones that are, are coming. And of course, we, as Mark mentioned, we'd love to hear what other people want. Um, so please share with us. Let us know. Bridget, I just figured out how to automate your work. You could have a desktop server instance running. So, or you could have this. You could have a site running someplace else. Write all your blog posts out, mm -hmm. and then when Dave just get, gets this thing all set up, you'll be able to schedule out blog posts, and they'll get added onto the site automatically, and they'll even be set up to be published. So you could write your stuff elsewhere, and then it could just go and write it over on the other side. Well, what's going to happen is Bridget's going to have to learn the REST API so she can connect <laughs> Google Docs with my website. Because once I figured out that was possible in my brain, this would mean it's hashtag visible. But if that could actually happen, that would change my life forever. It sure would. One That's other awesome. thing. One other request oh. we've had lately is is multi-target, which I think we're going to work on also. Oh wow! So you you can imagine how a multi-target type thing would work if you wanted to send a post or a page to several sites or authors. You know, yes. you have a, you have a network of blogs, and you want to take all your authors and push them out to all those sites and keep them up to date. Yes, and you don't yeah. have to give them a backend instance. Uh, yeah. So if they were working locally or on a staging, and they and you gave them WP Site Sync, this is how you're going to you know post. We're not going to give you access to the dashboard. That this will work. That's so cool. Wow, you guys think of everything. We try. <laughs> We listen to you guys. So yeah. that's, that, that, that's the truth. That's that's really where it all comes from. It comes from the people telling us what it is that they need, and we just, like I said earlier, we focus on how to just smooth out the workflow so that they're doing the things that make them money rather than the things that bang cause them to bang their heads against the wall. So let me so ask Mark you about collaboration. So I was at a girl develop it study group, like hold back the shock, but I was there, and so. Um, <laughs> They were talking about how people use GitHub to collaborate uh, with version control or something like that. Mm -hmm. This is a thing, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. So just <laughs> I'm I got just repeating information I don't know that's actually true. So does desktop server allow teams to collaborate with the WP Site Sync? Does that allow for collaboration? Git does, and you can use uh, Git along in with desktop server. So that would be, you would still be working locally, and they couldn't get to your installation. They couldn't make any changes to your files. But if you were checking it into Git, and then they pulled it and did their changes and pushed it back up to Git, and then it merges, all those kinds of things, that can all be done. Through that was Git. a question we had. It was funny, because they were talking about Git. And we're like, don't you use desktop server? So it's like an interface version <laughs> of tech. <laughs> right, you're like tying them all together. We had we had three girls setting up desktop server, and they were trying to show us GitHub. It's a it's really interesting, but that makes more sense. Okay, because we were like Jen and I were like we don't know. We just love desktop server. We don't know GitHub. So, yeah. Mark, I have, Mark, I have yeah. to ask the question here: Is when when is there going to be a WP Site Sync CLI? A WP Site Sync CLI. <laughs> Um, we're developing for Windows first on that. And, uh, <laughs> um, good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Um, very soon. Uh, I am. I am. I mean, that's the evolution, right? 
Uh, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, yeah. The evolution <laughs> is the evolution is command line first, then GUI interface, then back to command line. That's how it works, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> no, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, those of us, uh, and and hey, there was one thing. That, okay, I, I got to put on my salesperson's hat just for a moment here. Okay, Please which do. is that uh, on the WP SiteSync, um, there is a Trailblazer special going on right now, which is uh, allowing you to get all those plugins that Greg was showing you, uh, and any of the uh, premium plugins um, that we are coming out with shortly, uh, and that's going to be. Uh, what is our price on that? One forty nine for the Trailblazer special right now, which is actually a really good deal. So, um, and I don't know how long we're going to be running it, but I don't think we're going to be running it much longer. I think after the next couple premium plugins come out, we're going to be uh, ending that special. But if you get in on that special, it'll always be one forty nine. Okay, so oh, that's, we did that's my right there. I am done with my sales pitch. Forever. You step, you're stepping off the box. Okay, I'm so. <laughs> So Jason, do you want to ask the question that Meow is asking? Because I don't even know enough to know what he's. Well, uh, let's see here. Um, any thoughts on getting the database into VC? You know, I don't have an answer for that. Um, putting the database in version control. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't have That's an answer. That's tough. That's really tough. I mean, that's kind of why you did WP SiteSync. <laughs> yes, so that we could move content. Right. OK, that's so that's your version of version control. To a degree, yes. Well, do you guys you guys don't capture um, uh, copies of those for you to roll back and forth between the various versions that you've synced, right? No, but that's an interesting plug-in idea. Yes! <laughs> Do I get to name it? Yeah. yeah. It's, called, it's just called Jason. That's it. It's called WP uh, Jason. Get, get the Jason. Jason with the A, not J S O N. Right. I think yeah. it should be Jason.json. That there would be go. funny. Jason.json. That would be good. <laughs> That's good. You guys are good. No, I think Pretty that'd be, I mean, look, if you think about it, like, you know, the way that WP Engine works, where you have each one of those different um, those different backups that you have, being able to roll back and forth that way would probably be a pretty interesting thing to do. It'd be kind of scary because it's doing everything in that sync, but that that whole instance of syncing would be backed up. It's almost like a like a like a snapshot in a way. Yeah, a but snapshot is that what WP Engine calls it? Yeah, they call it something. I don't know that 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 might break Jesh's brain. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's possible to break I, Jesh's I brain. <laughs> I, I really don't. Um, as long as you keep his brain lubricated with coffee, the man is a phenom. Yep, that's true. <laughs> so, folks, if any of you in the chat, feel free to ask any questions. Um, we have these gentlemen for another half an hour. Half an hour, guys. You guys did well so far. That's awesome. I like how you added so far. Like, okay. So far. We yeah. have a half an hour to screw it up, guys. So yeah, let's make it happen. So, so we, one of the one of the questions yeah. somebody had is um, I think they mentioned they asked where the plugins uh, Robbie did. Robbie said, Do you have a DS plugin directory where you can see all the plugins? If you go up to docs.serverpress.com, the documentation for all the plugins are there, and most of them link to 
where they're located, and many of them are in GitHub. Um, and the other ones that are not available there come in the premium version, so they'll show up when you install your your premium version. The plugins will be in the included in. Nice. Do, 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 do. Let's see here. What else do we got? I'm gonna dig through the uh, the yeah. The I'm going chat through here. See if there's any chat. I answered some um, of the questions. In there chat, was but... one that Robbie asked regarding um, tying into something like Manage WP. Is that something that you guys have thought about? Like doing uh, plugin updates or deploying using it or pulling down using it. We always felt that that would. I thought we feel that they're kind of doing a good job already. Mm -hmm. um, I actually use Infinite WP, which you can run locally. Yep. And uh, that that market has you know several good players right now that that do a very good job of doing updates and and things like that. I don't know if we've thought much about doing that, building that into desktop server to well, keep local stuff. Isn't the site sync essentially doing that? It like, doesn't do the plugin updates. Um, that's something that's also been talked about is maybe doing plugin syncing. You know, uh, up that, right. but it would be just for the data stuff. Your your plugins are are uh, you know mostly files. So um, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's something to definitely think about. I, I uh, had asked Robbie to submit it as a suggestion to us because I know that we go through all those suggestions mm -hmm. when we get a feature request, and um, I I suggested to Robbie that he do that. Well, does Vanish WP work with desktop server currently? Because it is just a plugin. Yes, it does. Okay, so right now I'm a Managed WP user. Mm -hmm. I log in, I sync everything, so you could do that locally. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, oh, yes. there's Jennifer. You can't break my chest pot. That's funny. Hi, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I I don't know if we are allowed to call him Jeshbot, but uh, <laughs> um, but Jen can. But but she can. <laughs> so kind of looking looking through the all the various things that um, SightSync can do, a uh, DP SightSync can do, uh, being able to sync featured images, uh, PDFs, taxonomies, doing bidirectional stuff. Uh, these are all the different plugins and stuff as well. Uh, doing custom post types, authors. Um, comments is always an interesting one because it's like you feel that you know the the site has put in a lot of effort into um, getting those comments, and then you end up you know essentially bulldozing over all these comments that have been collected in there, and people actually forget a lot of the time that comments exist. Like they're like, oh yeah, I just I just I just rolled to another you know previous backup, and you're uh -oh. like, well actually you did, and you also lost three hundred comments that people that left on your site. Sorry. So you know having us. Uh, Having your uh, comments synced back and forth is a pretty important thing. Um, you showed us batching, which is just, or, or sorry, bulk uh, bulk, bulk actions, which yeah. is just yeah. cool. Uh, how yeah. does how does batches work? I don't have an answer to that. Do you know, Mark? I hadn't looked at batches. Oh no, that before. was actually a future release. You guys haven't yeah. put that out yet. Sorry we about don't that. Have it yet. 
So, <laughs> that's why you don't know because you do. Know that one. Do, do you remember? Do you remember not testing it? That's why. <laughs> I, I looked. Not... I was like, I don't know. Really I don't know this one. This is yeah. interesting. Yeah. Those are funny. No, that's cool. I, I mean, you hit all of the major, or you've hit all the custom post types, all the different types, all the different taxonomies. You know, the you know, sync that stuff back and forth is is cool. What about the media library? It does all that too. Like, you know, um, people are always talking about like refresh thumbnails or regenerate thumbnails. So if, if you, you would need to do that too, right? If you refresh your, if you regenerate thumbnails, then you would need to sync your media library. I right? see your is point. Is it syncing all of them? Uh, right, or is it syncing right, just yeah. the, the full version? It's it's syncing whatever's tied to the post as an attachment, but I definitely okay. see I definitely see where what Bridget, Bridget is saying. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard Jesh mention that he wants to do a media extension. So I think that's something that he has in his mind. I think that's definitely one. He has a slew of them. I I just know about a few of them that he's talked about, <laughs> like the scheduling one that I know he's gonna do. Well, our last episode was all about the media library, so it's fresh in our brains. Uh, and I think, it's, I think it's a great idea, Bridget. So I'm, I'm going back to um, to desktop server now because um, I think we talked a lot about uh, WP site sync. What um, what's what's the next thing for desktop server? Like I know we're we're looking at new versions coming out and all that sort of thing, but and we don't even need to get into any of that stuff. But like, what's the what's the thing that that people should be looking for forward to? That um, that you guys have been working on for a while now that you feel that is going to be something that you're going to release soon. Is there any of those types of things maybe you guys could talk about? Well, I think it's it's more about this evolution uh, process that we're going through towards uh, dare I say the words 4.0. Um, yeah. And what you saw when you looked at desktop server with those plugins uh, where you start up. All of that is actually desktop server 4.0 code. Okay, I was and, gonna say that looked different. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's it is different. And <laughs> and the whole thing is that because we are changing the whole architecture of everything, um, it's it's been a process that we have decided to go through slowly and methodically. So when uh, debug and trace is a perfect example, that is something that was part of the core code that we pulled out and turned it into a plugin. And what you're going to see is more and more of desktop server is going to be uh, kind of in the in a way similar to the way uh, WordPress is, whereas you have the core product and then you have a bunch of plugins that add functionality to it. And so <clears throat> the idea is that uh, it'll make it easier for us to, to do updates um, and react more quickly to outside forces um, as things go on because we're going to be dealing with small bits of PHP code uh, to counter that. We, we ran into problems um, in the past where uh, a, a vendor or, a, or a, a developer would produce something that we supposedly supported and it would cause a problems with our product and because it was part of the core of our product we'd have to go in and we'd have to recode a bunch of stuff and and then put out new binaries so we're trying to get away from all that so I don't wh what I'm trying to say here is there's not going to be anything that makes you go oh wow but I can tell you if you look at desktop server as it is right now versus what it was a year ago yep. then you're gonna go oh wow it is a lot different 
now than it was a year ago. And Definitely. because it's and because it is an evolution, you're going to see that it's not going to seem like there's anything super super. But then you're going to look at it two or three months down the road, and you go, "Oh my goodness, this is way different than it was three months ago." It's just that we're trying to bring people along the evolution slowly and and methodically so that they don't like freak out when a whole new interface is introduced or any or a, a new a way of doing their workflow is introduced. And so that's really what we're shooting for with everything is uh, a more careful approach uh, because it is important to us now that we have, I think we have about 40,000 installs of desktop server out there. Wow. Um, so, and that includes limited as well as the premium. Sure. But with, with that many installs out there, if we go and do something that messes up everybody's workflow overnight, I mean, we're not we're not Microsoft. We can't afford that kind of a black eye. Right, so right. we we are very very careful about how we proceed because we have to support those forty thousand customers while we uh, while we build our product up and make mm -hmm. it uh, even better. Yeah, I was I was kind of looking through some of the things that you guys have done in the past. Um, one of them was uh, doing the having the ability to share. A um, share a local instance of that WordPress site that you built over the LAN. Mm -hmm. You know, being able to like so you have those things where you know you didn't have WP Site Sync yet. You didn't have um, any of these other things that existed yet. So you had to come up with these clever ways of making it so that you can share these things with other people. You already have Apache running on the server on, on the local server. Mm -hmm. You already have all that stuff going on. So. It seems like you've slowly but surely kind of evolved, you know, with each of these little iterations, uh, new new ways of doing the same type of thing, and sometimes those things are are um, are different for a reason. Like they're you know they're making it so it's easier to do something versus oh let me make sure my firewall is disabled, let me make sure my this and that this you know it sounds like you know Greg probably has a bunch of uh, support type issues for things like that where if you just kind of push these things out into different um, different features that you end up making things a lot easier for both you as well as your customers. Um, what things have you guys done like that, where it's like you've you've done um, you've done some uh, feature and you're like, you know what, we could probably do this better, and let's do it this way instead. Do Do you have any of those that you could share with with us? Um. I can tell you kind of behind the scenes, um, and I'll probably get killed by the rest of my team for even bringing this up, yes. um, but I, uh, there you go, there you go. <laughs> um, we like to say that I spend most of my life under the bus, so nice. Um, so at this point I will throw myself oh my under the bus, but um, we I'm are- I'm officially scared. What are you- Yeah, I see. <laughs> I, I'm surprised I haven't seen in Slack over here, you know, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? No, we are working on um, a more efficient deployment engine based oh. upon what our customers have have uh, given us feedback on. Yeah, um, sometimes the files are too big and it gets mad at you. Well, and it's it's not just that the files are too big. One of the issues that we run into sometimes is that uh, because WordPress is made up of thousands of little teeny files, those to a server can actually look like a denial of service attack. And so the server shut off because the servers are not that smart. They just see like, oh my goodness, I'm getting flooded with all these files. 
And it was of course, just Bridget. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, but unfortunately, servers are not that smart to say, "Oh, it's just Bridget." And so, Let her in. so that is a that is oh, an example man. of something that can happen where oh. the server just shuts down the connection because it says, "Oh my goodness, I'm being attacked right now." When in reality, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. And and so little things like that. And so what we're working on, and what you'll see is you'll see a better deployment engine uh, out of us <laughs> in the future. And uh, you know, we're just we're we really are just looking for ways to make what we have work better and more efficiently. It really is all about saving time and and saving time and saving time and saving time. <laughs> I mean, that's that's really it. And Steve will tell you, our partner Steve, he'll say there's no such thing as saving time. It's not like you can go to the bank and put time in the bank. But we all know what that means. Yep. Yep. Well, you're just not spending as much sitting there waiting well, for this process. Well, it means you have more you know. available billable hours. I mean, it was funny because I went to um, WordCamp LA and I was in the talk with Pixel Jar Jeff. Jeff. Yep, Jeff. And he was saying because he doesn't use the mouse, he saves eight days worth of time in a year, which is a vacation. Yeah, it's true. That I got can see stuck, that. That got stuck in my head, so I calculated how much time I spent commuting to Santa Ana, which is 27 miles in 14 years. It was three years. So I think you can save time. You can find other things to do at that time. Well, you can also not sit there and wait for the browser to time out. And you're like, you know what? I'm just going to do airplane mode. And now I don't have to wait for the browser to time out over and over and over again for all these different connections it's trying to go to while I'm flying in a, you know, an aluminum tube through the air. So um, I know you guys are huge community people. I'll ask, I'm the community. Per, I'm a community person. I'm not a dev. So I know that this is like a major dev workflow tool. But how do you think you can use people can use desktop server to help with um, community building and empowering people's voices and do you see any scaled versions of desktop server being used in those instances? Was it a trick question? I'm, I'm not sure. Okay. okay, so here's the thing. Like, I thought you would be super cool. All right, like, give us an idea. This like is better. Like 10 right. MacBooks yeah. Yeah. with desktop server in it and a boys and girls club and teach people how to make websites. Okay. and, and Like, are you doing any kinds of things like that in your community yeah. that help yeah. build up right. the WordPress community? Like, because it is such a great teaching tool. Um, Not I just think we, should, we should bring up Pods Camp tomorrow. Um, so Pods Camp, uh, the Pods framework, people will be using Desktop Server to be teaching a bunch of people. Now it's not the local community, but they're going to be using Desktop Server to teach. And uh, Greg is actually uh, looking at more and more uh, opportunities for that type of thing, where we can go in and throw a desktop server on a bunch of machines. We're happy to provide the desktop server. We're not happy to provide the MacBook. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, especially now that they're like $8,000 or something. Right? But, yeah. Because uh, it doesn't we, work we, on a Chromebook, right? You can't just throw that on a Chromebook. Not yet. Not anyway. <laughs> Um, so, as of this recording on November 3, 2016. As of this recording, that is not a possibility. Okay. But it has actually been uh, requested on many occasions by many people in the community. 
And we, um, and uh, next week uh, in Orlando, I'm going to Orlando, and there's oh, a kids nice. camp. There's a kids camp Sunday where desktop server will be on uh, the machines there. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, I just finished speaking with Sandy Edwards, who's heading up the, the kids camp, and Sweet. we're kind of, uh, arranging for that. So, um, but we are interested in doing more of that because we think that we need to. Uh, it's it's up to all of us as a community to not just support the people who have been in the community for a while, but really show a lot of support to the people who are new to the community. Mm -hmm. And and from from our standpoint, what better way than to welcome someone in the community that, than to show them the, you know, kind of the right way to do things right off the yeah. bat, because how much time have we all wasted doing things the wrong way? So exactly, you know, yeah, we're, we're very much into that. Sorry, that was a backwards way. That's just my dream. I'm going to do that one day. You'd be a great teacher. Well, I was a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> See, you were a student. great teacher. That was my student. That's what my student loan was for. And it was funny because I used to teach in a high school publisher. So I go, like, oh, all, yeah. all you have to do is swap out that whole curriculum with desktop server, and you won't have to worry about privacy with the kids and their email addresses and being online and all that weirdness that could just develop locally. Well, yeah. I've and seen, you could start with a blueprint. You could start with a specific blueprint for them too. Make yep. it really easy. I know. Yeah. Well, you know, it's well, I mean, going to happen in 2017, but we'll see. I've watched Greg, you know, firsthand go run around with USB thumb drives and plug them into people's computers and transfer desktop server and getting it all set up and running at WordCamps that had little to no internet. So I can see where you could definitely do something like this if you wanted to, uh, you know, kind of show show people how to do this or give them, like you were saying, a blueprint that's already ready to go that they could just download and install and and get going. Do you guys have any of that stuff uh, written up on on your uh, on your uh, documentation? Yeah, documentation that kind of explains a little bit of workflow on how to pull something like that off. No, that but it's a great a idea. Good idea. It's a really good idea. Jason, you should write something about that. Yeah, should right? Jason's come up with a plugin, and he's come up with this uh, that's idea. Oh, wow. Everything's being well, named Jason. Be now, so hard to hey, we need to give credit where credit's due. It wasn't just Jason's idea; it was Jamie Schmidt's idea, and 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 Jason ran with it. So we have to give them both credit on the plugin thing. All right. Well, J Jamie gets the J, and then it's A S O N after that. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> You guys work out your little <laughs> differences. That's that's not. It's just funny. a race to whoever gets on GitHub first. Yeah. So I yeah I think it's I think it's a great tool. I'm glad you guys made the time to hang out with us, especially EST version over there, Mark. I'm actually I'm actually C. Are we CST? Oh, you're or really whatever, central. Whatever we are now, we're in cent. I'm in central. Oh, I'm only I thought Milwaukee was farther east. It no. feels like it. <laughs> no. no, we are we are what they call the Midwest. Oh, okay. So I was in Cincinnati. And that was EST. That was that is EST. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty. I, cool. I mean, it gets oh. sketchy. The further you go, a little. It's like bit, they just arbitrarily draw a line. Well, I mean, like yeah, because you go into Michigan and it's like half of it is EST, half of it's not, and then you get in. The, I mean, it it gets really crazy. But we're, I think, the last state to the east that is all central time. Oh, okay. I nice. think, but I don't know for sure. Okay. 
Good so job. as we as we go to wrap up the show here, <laughs> where where is it that um, where is it that people are going to be able to find you at various either WordCamps or at events that are going on or anything like that? I know you talked about the uh, Kids Camp Orlando, but you know I know you guys do a lot of sponsoring of various events and stuff, and you also speak at these events. Where can people find you so they could uh, they can learn more from you as well as um, be able to uh, interact with you? We'll both be at U.S. Uh, hey. along with Bridget. Jason, are you going? No. Nope. Okay, we so have tried <laughs> talking here. <Right. laughs> no. So we'll be there. Uh, Mark and I will both be there. Um, and you will you can find me a lot of times at the Orange uh, OC meetup, both the dev and the uh, general. And then I'm also involved with the Inland Empire meetup here in uh, the Inland Empire in California. And nice. um, I will, be, I will be in Orlando, as mentioned, and I will um, also be at WordCamp US, also as mentioned. I show up at the greater Milwaukee area meetup uh, as much as I can, uh, which unfortunately is not all the time. I am trying to make it more there. Uh, and I will be one of the organizers for WordCamp Milwaukee, but I will not be the lead organizer for cool. WordCamp Milwaukee next year. I, I just did that, and I am I am passing the baton. So uh, next year will be more of a I will be more in an advisory role. <laughs> <laughs> You'll bring the donuts, right? <laughs> I will bring the donuts, and I will probably you know help. Your point. Me. I will introduce. <laughs> All the team to Central. That's what I will do. I'll say Central. Here's the team. Team. Here's Central. Where's my and free ticket to WordCamp Milwaukee? <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. Well, um, so we talked about the two different products. You can go over to Desktop Server or sorry, ServerPress.com and go take a look at those over there, as well as going over to uh, WPSiteSync.com and check out both of those there. You were talking about the uh, deal over at WP SiteSync. Is there anything going on over at uh, Desktop Server? Not at the moment, but I understand Black Friday's coming up, so you just never know. Ooh, you heard it here first, folks. You may be getting some emails. <laughs> you may be. You may be. You may be. Awesome. Well, yeah. folks, thank you very much for being on the show with us, hanging out with us. You know, I, I love doing ridiculously uh, crazy infomercial style. Um, <laughs> you know, we're just going to talk about this one product and one product only. You know, MAMP and ZAMP, we did talk about you guys. So if you want to come on the show and, uh, and hang out with us, we'd appreciate it. Folks, thank you, both of you, for being on the show. I, I you know, I, I love you both. Yeah. I, I love being able to hang out with you guys and talk with you and being able to actually be a friend of yours. So. Thank you for coming on and hanging out with That's us. That's very really nice of you to say, Jason. We Thanks, talking Jason. to Greg, too. Thanks, I was Jason. talking to Greg. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, both? Yeah, okay, fine. Are we off air now? I hate you, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag community. <laughs> so th thank you for being on the show. Make sure you go over to our website at WPWarCore.com. You can click on all of the show notes and all the links that we have over there. Um, we have some really great folks who have taken the time and effort and energy to uh, you know, crowdsource our show notes and take care of all of those notes for us. We really appreciate that. Um, and also, just uh, if you like the show, hit the little thumbs up button. We really appreciate it. If you don't like the show, hit the thumbs down button two times. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Leave a comment. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.